Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA, the UCLA sports show on the Believe Podcast Network. My name is Sam Conan, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, Travis Reed. Travis, how's it going, man? All right, all right. I know Sam is feeling good today, everybody, because his beloved Celtics won game five of the you know Eastern Conference Finals. He has his jersey on. Oh. <laughs> I know. Most of our listeners are probably like shouting at a cloud right now, angry. <laughs> the Celtics are winning and the Lakers aren't in the playoffs. But we were talking before we got on. That uh, I'm I'm wearing my Celtics jersey, like you said, number 36. So you'd think it's Marcus Smart, and uh, it's actually it's a Shaq jersey from 2011. So <laughs> which is which is insane, everybody. He has a Shaq Boston Celtics jersey. I, I'll wear it around to drive the Lakers fans nuts. I'll, I'll just I'll just go stand outside of Staples and see how many people <laughs> get angry at me. I'll take it. But this is a UCLA show, so uh, let's let's talk some UCLA. Uh, it would be some pretty newsworthy things coming up soon. Um, Jules Bernard, he's still in the NBA draft pool. Uh, he has until June 1st to withdraw if he decides to. He was at the G League elite camp last week, uh, but did not get the invite to the NBA combine, uh, despite playing pretty well in those two scrimmages and measuring in pretty well. So, uh, with that, he will probably return to school, but. We're still waiting on that. Got a couple of days. We'll probably hear his official decision coming up soon. So we'll talk about that next time. Uh, UCLA football, they're looking pretty good for a couple of recruits. So linebacker, running back, some crystal balls from the 24-7. So they will probably be getting one, if not two commits. Uh, but we will be talking about those guys if or when they commit. So uh, come back in a couple of days for when we talk about that. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. 
it's really easy to get started. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. For now, let's talk some UCLA football, Travis, because Bet Online came out with the win total over-unders for the 2022 season. And let's just focus on the, the Pac-12 in UCLA right now, because, mm-hmm. and of course, Alabama, Ohio State, they've, they've got high numbers and stuff. It's, it's expected. But UCLA, uh, Bet Online put them at eight and a half for this coming season. So the over, and they improve on this past year. The under, they kind of stay in neutral or get worse. So it's an interesting line. Um, just also taking into account that they have three pretty much layups in non-conference play, South Alabama, Alabama State, Bowling Green, teams they should completely roll, which means Bet Online is saying, well, do they go five and four in Pac-12 play, six and three? So it's, it's an interesting line at the very least. Right off the bat, Travis, gut feeling, what are you taking for, for UCLA? Are you taking the over or the under at eight and a half wins? I'm taking the even. So let's just say the even. <laughs> the eight eight and a half, I'm going half a game. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, nah. I would say they, they have a shot to win uh, nine games. I don't know if they go six and three, but it would in, in pack pack 12 play what they could i think let's just say we let's talk about it you know way too early top 25 usc bolted all the way up to number four uh in the you know way too early top 25 preseason rankings because they just got the blitnikoff winner uh coming in along with all the transfers they have a lot of hype yeah, jordan addison yep yep um a lot of hype they're gonna score a ton of points because the coach is an offensive coach they have a lot of offensive talent they brought in a lot of offensive talent, Jerry Rice, son, a bunch of other wide receivers, running backs from Oregon. So, yeah, they have a lot. Then the defense will be probably not that good, uh, but I think they'll score a lot of points. So um, I saw that Utah was number six in the way, way too early uh, top 25 because they brought most of their players back uh, from last year's great run, uh, Pac-12 champions, uh, Utah. And uh, – I think those will be two UCLA's toughest two, and uh, maybe Arizona State. You know, Arizona State is always tough to play. Uh, but uh, other than that, I think they can win the rest. You know, I don't. They don't play Washington. They don't play Oregon. Um, they they play Oregon this year. Oh, they play Oregon this year. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm sorry. They don't play Washington. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Oregon probably might be the other loss. Um, but everybody else, I think they can win. You know, yeah. and even with even with SC. It's a 50-50, you know, so because it's in it's at UCLA, it's at the Rose Bowl. So mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, they have a, a good shot to win over the I think they can win nine. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a, a very good line to set because I mean, even people in the UCLA circles who who know the, the team and know the school, know the program are kind of split on where to go. So that's usually a good sign because if sometimes you'll have a line gets said, a bunch of people who know the team well are like, oh, these Vegas odds makers don't know what they're talking about. We're going to go this. They don't know our schedule. But I feel like it's it's a everyone's in agreement that this is pretty much where UCLA is. Um, and, I mean, it, it helps set the expectations for sure. Uh, because, like I was saying earlier, if you go over, then you improve on last year. That's good. You just gave chip an extension. 
but if you go under, then you kind of stay in neutral, and that's with a much easier schedule. So uh, I would it, say it'd be interesting to see how that shakes out. But uh, let's just run through from okay. from Bet Online the the other over unders. Uh, USC's at nine point five, uh, and then Oregon, Utah, UCLA are all at eight point five. Um, let's see, Washington's at seven point five. Then you got Arizona State, Cal, Oregon State, Washington State at 5.5, and Stanford at 4.5, Colorado at 3.5, and Arizona at 2.5. So, I mean, at the at the very least, they have UCLA in that that top tier. You have USC, and then only one win behind is Utah, Oregon, UCLA. So well, not, that, not bad. No, no, not bad at all. I think um, if you think about it, they got them. That means they're competing for the Pac-12 championship. Especially oh. with the new rule, uh, which which we haven't been able to talk about, but no, no division winners. So it's just the two best conference teams get to go to the the championship game, regardless of what division they come from. Well, no, and like I said, I think UCLA will have a good record. You know, because like you said, they, I think that you know, like the, to their, we already discussed their toughest the toughest three games of the season in the Pac-12, and like you said, they gave they got three layup games in the preseason. Um, so I think if UCLA continues on this path of eight, nine wins, that's great for UCLA football. That is great. Like, do you, nobody thinks that UCLA is going to be competing for national championships. But if they're winning eight, nine, ten games a year, or eight, let's say eight or nine, that's a great season. You know, and they're going to maybe a New Year's Eve Bowl, like the Cotton Bowl or something like that. You know, like that's good, you know, or like some kind of mid, mid to big bowl, you know. Um, I, yeah, I, I think let's just run through the schedule really quick here. So, and, and I'll just, you just tell me win or loss and we'll, we'll see where we're standing. Okay. Um, no, knowing now where bet online has, has the rest of the teams and everything. So Bowling Green win, win. Yep. We're in agreement. Alabama state win, win South Alabama win, win. uh, at Colorado. I think still win Colorado. Isn't that good? Yep, uh, you know, so they'll be four and oh, they'll be probably ranked by then. They'll probably be like number 22 by then. Okay. Uh, home against Washington. Win. Yep. Same. They're, I mean, they're one win lower than you on the over under. They've got a new coach. Yeah. New uh, system, so, new coach. It's at yep. UCLA. Win. Yep. Win. Uh, Utah at home on uh, October 8th. Loss. Yep. Same here. <laughs> Which, like, let, me, let me find uh, just because the last five years, uh, I know the UCLA, or I guess the last four, yeah, last five years, which is four games because they didn't play the COVID year. Um, the the score differential um, in those head-to-head games has been absolutely insane. <laughs> uh, so let's see. From Winsipedia, let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, no problem. Oh, I, I'll say UCLA always have trouble with physical teams in Utah. That's exactly what Utah is. Yeah. Super so, so 2016, Utah wins 52 to 45. So <laughs> close game, bad. but a shootout. 2017, Utah wins 48 17, then oh, wow. 41 to 10, then 49 to 3, then 44 <laughs> to 24. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just, I refuse to believe that UCLA can beat Kyle Whittingham Utah team until yes. I see it. Especially yeah. like Chip Kelly versus Kyle Whittingham is so ridiculously one-sided 
for the past <laughs> few years that I, I just cannot envision them beating Utah. I don't care if they're both at the same uh, over under for wins. I don't care uh, if it's at the Rose bowl. I just don't see it happening. No, no. Um, they struggle and, uh, with physical teams and that's what yeah. Utah physical. So there's not, no loss. Then it's a buy. And then it's at Oregon loss. Okay. I think I would go win. I think, uh, they, they've, they're another team with a new coach. Uh, but also like, I don't know. I mean, I get now, now that I'm saying it out loud, cause I was about to say that oh. in 2020, they almost won at Oregon, but I just remember there weren't fans there. So that, that plays a part. I don't know. I don't know. Just, I, I just think that, it, that's a, that's a coin flip, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe well, right now I'll say win just to see where we end up and you're going. No, I'm saying loss just because it's in, like, if it was at Poly, I mean, I keep saying Polly. If it was at <laughs> Rose Bowl, I would say win. But it's in Oregon. It could be raining. It could be a bad weather game. Um, I would be like this. I would be pleasantly surprised if they did win. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely possible. Um, so I guess we'll see on that. Then the week after that, Stanford at home. Win. Yep. Uh, Arizona State on the road. No, 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 no. Arizona State is an absolute dumpster fire. I'm telling you. Oh, 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 okay. But they always Herm Edwards. I mean, they're under investigation. They've lost a billion transfers. The recruiting classes aren't good anymore. Herm Edwards is on the. But is it is it a night game at Arizona State? Is it a night game? I think I think the game times come out tomorrow. I saw. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, Arizona State play those night games. They always upset somebody every year in those night games. But let's just say win. Yeah. Uh, home against Arizona. Win. win. Okay. What is so, the record? What is the record? If, you know? So, one, two, three, four, five, six, that's, seven, That's like eight, eight and two right there. Eight and two. <laughs> I might have my nine and one. You know, I think I'll, yeah, I'll just go with – there's no way they're nine and one. So, I'll stick with you <laughs> eight and two. And then – so, we'll – We'll talk about USC in a sec, but then ending the season against Cal, it's a win. Win. So that's nine wins right there. That's nine. That's yeah. Boom. And that's so the the tough games are USC, Oregon, Utah. They can lose all three of them and still hit the over. So I'm just you, don't choke over. against any of these crappy non-conference teams or middle impact <laughs> 12 teams. Maybe the only one you think you can maybe lose to is Arizona state. Maybe if something goes horribly wrong and Washington is going to be pretty decent, maybe. So, well, you, that, know, SC, you know, UCLA but, always loses one of those home games. They shouldn't then like they lost yeah. to like San Diego state uh, last year. Yeah. And then like, Fresno State the year before, something like that. Like, you know, yeah. you always lose one of those tune-up games. Yeah. So then that that USC game at the Rose Bowl, you were saying you feel pretty decent about it? How, where, are you, where are you picking on that? SC. Okay. I think I would go SC, too. But let, me, let me just run through their schedule quickly. No problem. Um, <clears throat> they've got Rice at home. Win. 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 Stanford on the road. Win. Fresno State at home win. win. Oregon State win. win. Arizona State win. win. Washington State win. win. <laughs> so USC is probably going to start the season six and zero. They got at Utah, make that loss. a loss. loss. Arizona win. Cal win. win. Colorado win. win. 
So, so that's they're going to be they're going to be nine and one and going into Notre Dame. Go, going into UCLA and then Notre okay. Dame's after. Okay. So, so yeah. you could have like an eight and two UCLA against a nine and one USC. Both ranked. I think if if UCLA those are two top twenty five teams. I mean, yeah, UCLA they, wouldn't have a great strength of schedule at eight and two, but the, at eight and two in Power Five, you're ranked. You're probably like, but their schedule eight and two. That's probably like twenty three, yeah, or twenty two, something like that. They're they're still ranked, but they're like high, you know, high ranked. And yeah. see if they roll through there, what they're supposed to do. They're probably like twelve. Yeah. Also. Not a very high strength of schedule. <laughs> the, their early season non-conference are against Fresno State and Rice, and then they play the same crap bag Pac-12 teams UCLA has to go through. Yeah, so they're yeah. they're the the top of their schedule is at the very end when they play at UCLA and then against Notre Dame. And they get the Utah game in there, but and so they'll they'll be coming in nine and one against the crap schedule, and UCLA will be eight and two against crap schedule. <laughs> so no, they play both. If, if either they, of those it, records are legit. <laughs> They both they both came in. Uh, we gotta we gotta kind of pad our pad our wins this year. Um, UCLA obviously, I mean USC because uh, SC stunk basically for the last two years, and uh, they's like we gotta pad our schedule. We cannot schedule like Alabama or you know what they always do like those big non conference games. They was like no Fresno State, come on down. You know, what I'm <laughs> Rice, come on down. So I think. Uh, I think that's good though. Eight and two versus nine and one, or eight nine and one versus nine and one. You, you know, you see that gets a break here and yeah. there. You never know. Maybe they beat Oregon and Oregon. You know, um, I'm yeah. I'm I excited. think the, the USC thing at nine and a half. I'm sure a lot of UCLA fans see that and be like, "Oh, come on! Like, how are you going to put them at nine and a half? It's is Lincoln Riley's first year. It's crazy. Like, well, you don't know their defense isn't good. Their O line isn't good. But we look at their schedule and they're like." Yeah, no, they're, they're probably getting 10 wins. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, I think he's going to turn them around really fast. You know, they're going to get 10 wins because of strength schedule. I mean, because of their schedule. They don't really, I mean, Stanford at Stanford is always tough for them for some reason. They always have a tough game at Stanford, you know, mm-hmm. no matter how good Stanford is, Stanford always kind of beats SC. It's weird. Um, last year, they smoked SC at that was, home. That was at SC, yeah. Yeah, as I said, at home. When SC was, you know, quote unquote good and Stanford wasn't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Stanford wasn't good. Stanford like <laughs> won like four games last year. Yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. I really think UCLA is going to have a really good year this year. Um, and like I said, nine wins for I mean, SC. I, UCLA is going to have a good year this year. And I think nine wins for UCLA is a great year. Before yeah. then, get I, nine wins before the bowl game, that's great. And I think the the rule change on the – divisions and who goes to the the conference championship game makes the end of the season so much more interesting because if ucla loses to to utah which let's say they probably they probably do um and let's let's say maybe they beat oregon they're nine and one heading into that usc game against a nine and one usc team in any other year you're like oh i mean it doesn't really matter because they already lost to utah so utah has a tiebreaker so that's a two-game lead for utah so Utah's not going to lose these last two games. So, oh, well, it's just a rivalry game. There's no actual postseason implications. But now it's like you can lose to Utah and then beat USC later and then face Utah again in the conference championship game. That's always or the same thing goes me. for like it could be vice versa. You could beat Utah and then lose to USC and play USC again. There are three good teams in the South and one in the North. So this rule change helps the South for sure. 
And UCLA is one of those teams that'll benefit and it'll result in a lot more interesting storylines and playoff possibilities towards the end of the year, which, which will definitely be fun. No, I, I think it's a great, like the best two teams should go. I think the problem is like over the last so, so many years when they split it up, the South has been beating each other up, you know, uh, where like Utah is always up there, but the problem is they always lose. And then, like, you know, everybody's kind of in this bunch where Oregon runs away with the North by, like, four <laughs> games, you know. So, I think this year, you know, the fact that everybody just plays everybody almost um, and is the best two teams go, that's better. Yeah, I think they when the Pac-12 announced the rule change, they said they, – well, they released a, a chart of what the past matchups would have been if the rule had been in effect through the whole – Pac-12 era starting in uh, 2011 uh-huh. and UCLA went to the conference championship game in 2011 and 2012, but in this new format, they wouldn't have gone at all. Dude, so, they were six and seven and went to the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. That? <laughs> that, I think that was a USC. Yeah, SC was, yeah. SC was uh, under suspension. Yeah. So and it, it went six and seven. <laughs> they went so to the UCLA caught the break of, of USC's postseason like their suspension and also the North having two good teams and somehow being the second South, whatever they caught a break. They're not going to be catching those breaks anymore, but I think the rule change came at a good time for them based on where the the power structure is in the PAC 12. So yeah, not a lot of great teams in the PAC 12, which uh, I I think we're in agreement talking this offseason, Travis about UCLA is going to be good this year, probably not great, but you know, in a PAC 12 that's shaping up like this, Maybe a good team is all they need to to get that second seed in the conference overall, playing the conference championship game, win, go to a Rose Bowl for the first time in 25 years or whatever it is. So that's that, that's interesting. And then looking at the schedule and hearing the over-under, there's there's reason to to definitely look forward to the season that kicks off in uh, just about three months. Oh, I'm excited. Like I said, um, I think, like I said, they're going to win. I think they're going to win. You know, they're going to win games. Uh, you know, I think they're definitely going to be in the upper tier of the Pac-12 uh, football this season this year. I think it's going to be one, you know, because like I said, the, the schedule and everything matches up for them. They, they should win about that. They should win. There's no guarantees in football, obviously, but they should win. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, so that's pretty much all we're going to talk about for UCLA football. Um, like we're saying, uh, we'll probably get a few commits coming up in the next few days. We'll be able to break those down and see where the 2023 recruiting class lies once those guys make their decisions. But for now, let's, uh, let's talk some alumni, Travis, you and I both, uh, former UCLA students ourselves. Uh, Kavon Looney is the only UCLA player remaining in the playoffs because uh, Drew Holiday, Aaron Holiday both got knocked out. Kyle Anderson got knocked out in the conference semis. So now it's just Kevon Looney. 
low key, just uh, whatever, just sleepwalking to his fourth finals appearance. Uh, when, when we're recording this, the Warriors are up 3 1. It's the Mavericks, they were up 3 0. Uh, so things are looking pretty good for him. He could get his third ring. He had his third ring. And, and Travis, I, you were you brought something up uh, right before we, we started recording with three rings. I mean, that's pretty good by by anyone's standards, but just through the history of UCLA and all the great players, the, especially all the really good NBA all-stars in the last 25 years who have come through here. Mm-hmm. And he'd have more rings than any of them. And you said that he'd have more rings than Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook combined, which is, I mean, he already does have that. So he'd just be like stacking it up on top. And, and Looney's put a big part for the Warriors in the, in the past. He's kind of been along for the ride, more of a role player, but now he's a legit starter and he's really been making a big impact on the boards, you know, pick and roll threat, second chance buckets. He, he's been a big part of what they've been doing these past two weeks, really. Well, no, he, you know, Looney is like one of those players. He reminds me of Robert Ory, you know, like plays <laughs> really so so in the regular season, kind of just muddles through. And then in the playoffs and big games, he does what he does, you know. And, and with their system, he's great at his role. He's great at his role. And people don't realize that besides Kareem, if Looney wins his third, he would have the second most rings from any UCLA basketball player in the history of UCLA. That's wild. <laughs> right? More than Bill Walton. You know, more than Baron Davis, more than – Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love, all these great NBA pros, Reggie yeah. Miller, Reggie Miller, Drew Goodrich, he, he's Drew only Holiday. All these guys, all of us, the only person that has multiple rings besides Kareem right now is Looney and Jelani McCoy. Jelani McCoy has two rings, right? He was with the back-to-back Lakers. Um, uh, but yeah, he'll have three rings with the four finals as a you know bench guy and starter. And like I said, like, are they going to slow down next year? I mean, everybody's <laughs> probably coming back. And, and they got young guys like Kaminga and Wiseman and Poole. Wiseman's and not even playing. just getting better. <laughs> yeah, Wiseman didn't even play this year. Think about it. The number two pick in the draft, their starting center, who's supposed to start, didn't even play this year. Yeah, who and needs him, though? You got, you got Kavon Looney. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, to me – like, what they're doing is, is, I mean, it's insane. And what he's doing at his role, I mean, because everybody kind of expected a lot out of him because he was a first-round pick. But, like, he's definitely fit into that Golden State system and became a great player in their system. Yeah, I think it's – so after – it was game five against the Grizzlies when they lost by 40 points. And then Steph and Draymond, uh, they, they went to the Warriors coaching staff and said, we need Kevon in the starting lineup. So they put Kavon in the starting lineup. And since then, the Warriors are four and one in five games. Looney started all five, playing 29 minutes a game, shooting 64% from the field. And he's averaging nine points, 11 rebounds a game. So <laughs> that's not bad at all. He had a 22 rebound game to close up the, the Grizzlies. He had a 21 point game and a big comeback win over the, the Mavericks in game two. So he, he's playing great. And I, I, I just want to ask you, Travis. Um, so obviously, Kevon Looney played uh, and he had his one and done in 2013, 14, I want to say it was, or 14, 15. Something like um, that. You, you played about 15 years earlier than that at UCLA. <laughs> when you see um, other alums and other former UCLA players, like what, 
what's your reaction when, when you're watching them? Is there kind of, even if you don't know them personally, what's that like, like a brotherhood, like a connection, just watching these guys succeed? Oh, it's a pride. It's a pride thing. Cause you know, UCLA is a brotherhood. I mean, I still, to this day, talk to a lot of guys in my era, you know, Chris Johnson's, Toby Bailey's, Baron Davis, Earl Watson's, you know, all these guys. When we, when I go to games, when I went to games this year, it's like, we will all sit together, talk with one another. We all just had always had love for each other. And that's how it is for all the UCLA alums that's doing well. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love, um, you know, the, the holiday boys, you know, like I'm happy and I'm proud, you know, because they're, it's like a brotherhood that, uh, that you get to say you were a part of at one point in your career. Um, funny thing about Kevin Looney was like, um, like I played similar to him, like when I was in college, but I was 15 years too early. You know, <laughs> if I was now me, if you take me out of then and put me in now, I probably would have played in the NBA because the NBA now is positionless. So it doesn't really matter. But back then you had to be like seven foot center, six ten forward, six eight forward, you know, like that. You know, everything was kind of structured. Yeah, no, and now you got six nine, two twenty Looney, who I mean, that's a that's a power forward body, maybe even like a like small a forward. small yeah. forward, like a kind of tweener guy like that but with his wingspan and with the the way he was has been coached and uh just kind of developed by steve kerr and that whole staff and how he came up uh being an all-american coming out of high school that's just been his his calling card as a rebounder defender and he's he's really uh emerged to being i don't know the fifth most important player on a team that could very easily win a championship this year, which is, which is huge. And that's, that's really big for the program for UCLA. Uh, you saw how much they sold drew holiday last year when he was winning a gold medal and an NBA championship. It, it got a lot of play from UCLA fans, from alumni, from players. And if Looney can go on and do something like that this spring, this summer, that's, that's a okay for the program. I'm sure they're happy to get the engagement and get the attention and have that sense of pride for a guy who's come through UCLA, even if he's not a McCronin guy, McCronin is selling a recruit on, on coming to UCLA and be like, Oh yeah. Did you watch the uh, finals last night? Oh, you suck. Come on, Looney, get 15 rebounds. Yeah. He played here. It's just, it, it, it always helps to have someone in that position for the program. Always, always, man. Like, and let me tell you, it's a recruiting tool, you know, like, that's one of the reasons why everybody goes to these blue bloods, right? Like one of the mm-hmm. reasons why I went to UCLA was because the greatest college player and probably the greatest player in professional basketball history, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor went to UCLA. You know, Bill Walton went to UCLA, Reggie Miller went to UCLA. So like you, you'd be like, man, Kareem was in this chair sitting, to, you know, sitting next to talking, you know, listening to John Wooden. You know, Gail Goodrich sat here, you know, like Reggie Miller sat here. Like it's a UCLA's hollow tradition is like no other. And like, I guarantee you it, the tradition for the next generation, Looney's helping that, you know, by winning championships in his role. What, what Looney's doing, uh, what Kevon Looney's doing is just bringing notoriety to UCLA in a weird way. Um, when Russell Rushbrook wins the MVP or Kevin Love is part of the 3-1 comeback against the Warriors in 2016, that brings UCLA 
like uh, notoriety. When Drew Holiday wins the championship last year, then he wins a gold medal in the summer. Um, it makes UCLA the brand and the brotherhood look that much better. I mean, to be honest, one of the reasons why I went to UCLA is because of Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the greatest college player ever, arguably, and but in my opinion, the greatest NBA player ever. Um, because of that tradition, because of John Wooden, because of all the great players, Bill Walton, Reggie Miller, you know, Tracy Murray, all those guys, Don McClain, you know, Ed, you know, Ed O'Bannon, Charles O'Bannon, Toby Bailey, Chris Johnson, Jarrett, you know, and so um, it's just, that's a big thing. And so like, I hope um, that, you know, he, he, he brings more awareness to UCLA, the brand and continues to do, do what he's doing right now. Yeah. I, I think that's always such a funny thing with, with how much um, emphasis Duke puts on the, the Duke brotherhood and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. I'll give him that. But I feel like, I mean, at least from an outsider's perspective, I feel like that's pretty standard. Like most of these high level college basketball programs, whether they're blue blood or not, just any power conference or any program with any kind of history at all has that kind of pride and kind of connection between alumni and current players and watching them and rooting for them. Things might be a little different in Duke, but I mean, at UCLA, there's definitely a, a heavy dose of that too. Let me tell you something about, you know, Duke people. Uh, <laughs> Look, the system is great. Like I said, they've had some, you know, great players in college. But as far as NBA talent, it's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, no. their, their greatest NBA player is Grant Hill. They're Grant only Hill. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, now, do I think Zion could be good? Yes. And some other players? Sure. Kyrie? Probably going to be Hall of Fame. Probably like, Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's really talented, but how, how much do we really like him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But let's 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 talk top 70. Let's talk top 50 players. Kareem is probably number one or number two. Well, it's, it's like one, two, or three. Um, uh, you got Gail Goodrich. You got Jamal Wilkes. You got Russell Westbrook. You know, you got so many guys that were great. NBA players that went to UCLA, like Reggie Miller. I mean, look, it's not even close as far as the brotherhood of UCLA, brotherhood Duke, as far as NBA talent, you know? Yeah, I mean, Kevin Love, I was talking with a friend of mine the other day. Kevin Love, we're thinking, yeah, he'll probably make it to the Hall of Fame. He'll, he'll, it's, it's kind of close, but we'll say he'll make it. So if Tracy McGrady gets in, in this, Kevin Love gets in. <laughs> he's kind of in the same boat as Grant Hill. And where do you rank Kevin? So Grant Hill, if he's the best NBA like, product they've had, at least in terms of he's, he's the only one in the Hall of Fame. And Kevin Love also gets to that same spot, kind of same tier as a Hall of Fame level. Like <laughs> how many UCLA guys are ahead of Kevin Love? That's, that kind of puts it in perspective. But, yeah, Russell yeah. Westbrook. You compare Russell Westbrook to Grant Hill. I'm not saying, you know, whatever, but Russell Westbrook has the NBA MVP. Average um, triple double three years in a row. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like did Grant he, did Grant Hill ever go to an NBA Finals? No, I don't, I don't think he did. No, Russell friend, Russell Westbrook went to one. <laughs> so there you go, you got that. So I, after going on that fun little tangent <laughs> about UCLA Duke, you know, it's going back to the March Madness, Coach K angry rant days that we had. <laughs> 
let's wrap things up here. Thank you so much for listening to Believe in UCLA presented by Bet Online. We'll be back in a couple of days to talk UCLA recruiting, Jules Bernard's decision. That uh, you got uh, Women's College World Series and the NCAA baseball tournament coming up. So the, those will be fun to keep an eye on. If, if you want any extra UCLA content, you can head on over to allbruins.com. It's the UCLA site for Fan Nation Sports Illustrated Networks. I'm the publisher and managing editor over there. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Conan for any of that stuff. Travis, where can people find you and your work online? Pretty much you can find me at Travis W. Reed uh, on Instagram. Uh, that's R-E-E-D, Travis W. Reed. Also, Travis W. Reed on Facebook. Um, and if you want to see, uh, listen to this wonderful show, listen to Spotify, type in, you know, tap in Believe in UCLA. Or if you want to go to YouTube, you can watch my show, An Athlete's Journey. Uh, I post everything on my social media. So feel free to check it out and you will see everything that's going on with me. Sounds good. Sounds good. We will be, we'll be back in a couple of days. And until then, have a nice weekend, everyone. See you later. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.